The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Nick Callum and Riley joining you once again for another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast as we now look towards round 22. Nick Callum, how are we, boys? I'm all right. Thank you, mate. How are Going you? well. Thank you, Riley. Um, I'm, I'm all right. It was just a, a tough, tough week in fantasy. Um, let's go through some individual performances before we get into round 22. Nick, how'd you go, mate? Sitting on top of the ladder still? Yep. <laughs> Who are your standouts? Isaiah Yo, 72. Um, Sean Johnson, 75. James Teddy Tedesco, 87. And Corey Horse, Horsburgh, 69. Actually, my worst scorer in my starting team was Harry Grant, 33. And I also had Keon Colomitangi on the bench with only 38. And Isaac Tungo didn't play. And my backup center was on the bye, Lemuelu. So I only played with 16. But um, I got the win, which was uh, all right. So, yeah. What was your overall score, mate? Only 942. All right, Cal, let's go over to you. Yeah, um, I had three players score 30 in my team this week. Um, Harry Grant, 33. Uh, Santa Smith, 33. And also Mitchell Moses, 35, with two tries. <laughs> Shout out to the great man, hey? Keep doing your stuff, Mitchell. Um, Isaiah Yo, 72. Corey Horsburgh, 69. Shout out to Joseph Suwali'i, 56, respectfully. Thank you very much. Ooh. James Tedesco, 87. Um, other than that, I had about, what, five blokes, six blokes all score. Around that 50 almost got to 60. So not a bad week. I scored 979. Beauty. All right. Um, as I look at my team, round 21, uh, Nat Butcher, 68. I brought him back in. <laughs> uh, Isaiah, 72. Nathan Cleary, I put the captaincy on him, 51, which got 102. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was sitting at around the 60, 70 mark before ghost points got taken off him. I think he was like 62 or something. Yeah. Dropped back quite a bit. Uh, Timiko, doing me great wonders. 54. Um, and like Cal said, everyone's scoring around that 50-40 mark. I did bring him Ruben Cotter, ended up getting 35 this week. Uh, and Aaron Clark also brought him in, 76. Thank you very much. Love that. Uh, my overall score was 500 and sorry, 959. There you go. All right. We uh, look towards round 22. Before we get into games, we'd love to uh, give our sponsors a mention. Wolf Consulting and Risk they're a Brisbane-based consulting firm. They service clients Australia-wide, specialising in the areas of risk management, litigation support and restructuring, and also Harson Photography. You can find them at harsonphotography.com or all social media platforms. Pretty much great photography service in southeast Queensland. All right, boys. Uh, we have the WAS having the buy this round. So this is uh, big for coaches who own Sean Johnson, Callum. Enjoying his cup of tea. 
Let me just put my cup of tea down. Um, yes, SJ, you're holding without a doubt. He's been killing it of recent times. Probably the form half of the competition currently. Uh, I still kick myself every week for going Adam Reynolds earlier in the season instead of Sean Johnson. Ruined my season. But anyway, you're holding Sean Johnson. What about Tohu Harris, Nick? Do you think he's a hold or do you sell him to try and get one Isaiah Yo or Payne Haas? Well, if you're overall focused, I can see why you'd probably want to sell him since he's got the buy this week. Um, I would be, I would be trying to just make like be careful who you're trading him to. So obviously, Payne Haas will have a, a buy as well. Um, Cameron Murray is another option who has a buy as well. Um, and you mentioned Isaiah Yo. He doesn't have a buy, but will probably get rested at some point. So all of those guys are likely going to have one buy, same as Toru Harris. The question is, um, is it worth a trade to trade him and will you get better, better production out of some other people? Um, the only... Look, I would probably go... I'd probably trade him. The only reason I wouldn't is if, if he had like low trades. Maybe he had less than five. I'd probably just hold off. That's my that's my thoughts on that. I think Cameron so Murray's an upgrade. What's this? I've got five trades, so I can do it. Come on. <laughs> How do you have five trades? How many do you have, Mister Trade Max? Trade every week for the past Me? eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I've got like two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would that be the same for Adam Fanul Blake then, Nick? Yeah, I reckon. Um, he, he doesn't really score that well unless he scores a try, which he has been scoring a lot of tries this year. I, I think the best option here would probably be, I guess, Isaiah Yo, or I actually probably don't mind Cameron Murray considering his price point. It's um, you're making money if you if you trade Harris or Fanul Blake, you're making money to use on another trade probably, and you're going to get similar output, I think, or probably better output from Murray. So adding that all up probably means to trade Harris or Fanua Blake, if you have one of them, probably to Cameron Murray, if I had if I had the uh, this this dilemma in my team, um, to, to bank some money for another trade. On Tohu Harris as well, just quickly before we move on to the games this week, um, he's only been playing that 58... 50-minute role other than the games where he got 36 minutes. So um, his, his scoring has been quite well in those games. But, you know, normally he does slightly better when he plays a little bit more. Um, so with that in mind, I think Nick's correct. You can justify selling him. Um, obviously, more for an overall purpose you'd want to. For head-to-head, you could probably hold depending on your trade situation. Um, I'm still in the verdict of maybe holding. Um but I might be selling it. I'm not sure. All righty, let's move on to round 22 games. We're kicking off with Thursday night footy. It is the Broncos taking on the Roosters at Suncorp Stadium, might I add. Uh, Cal, let's go through the team changes for the Broncos. Well, uh, Nick and I will be there, so don't come and say hello. <laughs> Great. Team, team changes, <laughs> mate. Uh, uh, Broncos, Thomas Flegler has been named to return from a foot injury so Keenan Palacia reverts back to the bench Dean Marada comes onto the wing for the suspended Jesse Arthurs while Brennan Piakura 
is back on the edge after missing last week's game. This means Pat Carrigan rejoins the middle pack, um, and he's going back there in place of Martin Tapau, who is out suspended. Cal, give us your thoughts on Payne Ars and what we do with him this late in the season. Um, I think from memory last week, I said you don't have to chase him back in. He only scored a 55, um, which was pretty mediocre last week, I suppose you could say. Uh, it's break-even 68. If you're an owner, you're definitely holding. If you're a non-owner, it's up to you if you want to chase him. Um, he does have that buy coming up, so you just got to keep that in mind if you do. Other than that, that's pretty much it about Payne Haas. Cheaper option for the mid position from the Broncos is Pat Carrigan. Nick, would you better off be chasing him? You know what? I, I reckon, yeah. Yeah. I reckon if you didn't have Haas or Carrigan, I, I'd go Carrigan. I'd get Carrigan before Haas. But uh, I don't think I'm going to do that either. I don't think I'm going to get either of them. <laughs> um, Pending. That's 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 to be confirmed. Okay. Reese Walsh, um, the spew machine. <laughs> what do we do with uh, Reese Walsh, Cal? After James Tedesco's big score, do you think that Reese Walsh is still the main wing fullback to have in your team? Well, I traded him out a few weeks ago. So that answers that question. Yes. Uh, look, it's completely up to you at the moment. You could probably continue to hold Reese up until that buy and then move him on if you're wanting to. Um, I don't think the Bronx draws too great for him. Um, but both these fullbacks, as you mentioned there, Riles, James Tedesco, um, they're both coming up against each other this week. And I don't know who's going to score better. I'd probably, I don't know, maybe say Reese Walsh. I just, I just don't know how, what the Roosters are going to do and how they're going to rock up for this game. But yeah, um, you're probably just holding. You're not chasing him to buy him in, though. There's other options that are doing better than him at the moment for the run home. Speaking of spew, let's move on to their opponents. The Roosters cow team changes. Yes, yeah, a team I will be supporting Thursday afternoon. Oh. Uh, Victor Radley is set to return and start at lock after he missed last week with the hamstring tightness. Nathan Brown reverts to the bench and Sua Wong drops to the extended reserves. Brandon Smith is named to officially start at hooker after replacing Jake Turpin in the run-on side last week. Uh, he definitely was a game-changer in round 21 for coaches in fantasy, James Tedesco. To be honest, I didn't see this coming, but you boys obviously saw something in him. Um, Nick, James Tedesco, do you think that he is now the most sought-out player coming into the pointy end of the fantasy league. Sort out player, like... Coaches across all positions. Him. They don't have them. Not really. <laughs> um, He had a pretty easy game, Matty, versus the Titans. So, you know, you're probably right. expecting him to score a decent score, um, especially after a week off as well. He was fresh. Coming up against the Bronx, looking at his draw... It's actually not too bad. They got uh, Manly next week, which is a little bit tough. And they got the Dolphins into Parramatta, into the Tigers and the Rabbitohs. So um, it's an okay draw, but I wouldn't say he's the most sought after player. But uh, if you don't have him, I think it's probably a good decision to bring him in if you need a wing fullback. What about Joey Manu? Cal, is he a hold this week? 100%. You're a Joseph Manu owner, which most of the people uh, that play in all fantasy and take it seriously uh, are, then <laughs> he is definitely a hold. Uh, what about Sandon Smith? What do we do with him this week? 
Now, I'm an owner of Young Sandon. Um, I don't believe Sam Walker is going to be playing for us this season. It's just what I've heard. Um, so, Sandon Smith, um, I think it's fine. If you're wanting to hold him, uh, break even still gettable at 19. In saying that, though, I think I'm going to cash him down this week just so I can ensure um, some trades moving forward for our finals coming up. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I'm going to sell. Now, I do have some exclusive Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast news on uh, Sam Walker. I've heard from a close family friend of Sam Walker that the reason that he is not playing in the Roosters is because of the relationship between one Sam Walker and his counterpart, uh, Kiri. I have heard this from a reliable source. You've heard this from a lot. Allegedly. Allegedly, I've heard I, this. I, well, I, I, I would... I'm surprised at that, really, to be honest. Mm. I've actually heard today, Callum, just before we got on air, that he Sam Walker's being cleared just today to return in two weeks' time. So maybe next game. Wow. We will wait and see. All of our sources giving us different info. Who do you trust? <laughs> just to save our Not up. mine. <laughs> game of Thrones, who do you trust, mate? Not me. <laughs> uh let's finish off with Matt Butcher. Nick did quite well, 68. If you're a coach who doesn't own Nat Butcher, though, would you be seeking him out? Probably not. Probably not, to be honest. Um, I think there's other guys you, you want to go for. The only the only reason I might, you would might consider him, sorry, is he's got a duel. So um, if you're looking maybe for a bench player and you don't have any edge cover or you don't have any mid cover, um, he's, he's a nice option there but there's other guys who just are mid and there's other guys who are just at edge that are probably better buys than him yeah beauty uh we've got the broncos taking on the roosters being played in brisbane i've got the bronx here lads nick obviously bronx nation good man mate bronx nation baby callum bronco and i'll see everyone at the game <laughs> uh let's move on to friday night footy we've got the tigers taking on the rabbitos Okay, let's start off with the Tigers. Callum. Luke Brooks returns from the hamstring injury that has sidelined him since round 15. Winger Charlie Staines is also back on deck after returning from his stomach injury. Sean Bloor is back from a quad injury and takes his place on the bench alongside Alex Twal, Atasi James and Will Smith. Let's start off with IPAP, Isaiah Papali'i. That is quite a juicy price, 678 break-even of 60. Cal, is he uh, potentially an option this week against the Rabbitohs? Yeah. Um, if you're an owner, you're holding. I think he can. you can still buy him if you're wanting to just have um, an edge player for the run home. Um, saying that, I, I don't know if I'll be purchasing. I'm, just, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my edges at the moment. Obviously, I've got Bateman and Fafita there, um, who I think are... Well above IPAPs, but IPAPs is fine just to have um, if, if you're wanting to for the run home. They've got no more buys, and he's a consistent scorer who's been a gun in the past, so it's just fine to keep keep him around at the moment. Speaking of consistent scorer, Cal, you mentioned him before, John Bateman. A little bit too overpriced now if you're a coach and don't own him, but he's a definite hold this week. Yeah, most definitely, mate. Our favourite Englishman um, doing great things week in, week out. 
Um, he is definitely a hold. He's a keeper for the run home. And that's pretty much it on Bateman. If you still want to purchase, it's fine. Nick, if coaches haven't done so already, this is the week to sell Jareem Buller. Is it? Do you reckon? Well, he just scored 69 the week before. But Why would you want to sell him? Last week. And he scored 28 <laughs> against the Dragons, and I can smell an absolute humping coming. Can you? Yes. Against the Rabbitohs, yeah. Tigers actually don't go too bad against the Rabbitohs usually um, in recent times. Anyway, I, I'll i just say this. If I had Buller, I would much prefer Dylan Edwards in my team than Jareem Buller. Just saying. All right. Let's leave it at that. They're taking on the Rabbitohs, Cal. Uh, team change is coming in for round 22. Yes, a uh, false start last week uh, saw him drop out of the squad prior to kickoff. However, Latrell Mitchell has been named to return from a calf injury, um, which kept in which has kept in sidelines. Sorry, for, since round twelve, um, after making his own injury comeback last week, Jai Arrow shifts from the back row to prop, mm-hmm. with Jacob Host returning um, and joining the starting side. Jed Cartwright replaces rookie Talis Duncan on the interchange. All right, Nick, let's start off with you with Cameron Murray. What's your take? Yes, he's uh, probably a good purchase. Just be careful. They've got the buy in grand final week for head-to-head, and which is around 26. I mean, that's okay. Um, as I was saying earlier, if you're considering guys to trade out that have a buy, like just be like Toyo Harris, it's probably Cameron Murray is probably going to average more than them per game. So he's looking really good for head to head. It's interesting. It's tough, that, isn't it? You don't really want any Rabbitohs, mm. or you know, if you're going to have a Rabbitoh, maybe just one. My dilemma is I know he's not on the list here, um, but I've got Keon Coleman Tungy. Uh, another rabbit who has not really been scoring that great, but he's my backup edge on the bench. So I'm just tossing up what to do with him. Is it worth going Colomitungi to Cameron Murray and stuff like that? So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go over to you, Cal, for Lat Latron Mitchell. Yeah. You're not buying him this week. Give you the drama. Um, probably shouldn't buy him. I would even maybe save for the rest of the season, potentially. Um, he's, as Nick said, you don't really want to own Rabbitohs players. And like, I know Cameron Murray's looking quite good of recent times and he's been a gun previously, but it's even difficult to consider him if you're playing head to head as we are. But for overall, I think Murray's a definite bring in for Tohu this week. But yeah, for head to head, it's difficult just to own any Rabbitohs players because you're going to have to keep trades and trades are very limited at the moment. Mm. All right, that uh, that is that game done. Who you got, Cal, to get the two points? Rabbit. Nicholas. Yes, I'll go Rabbitohs. I'm going to go Tigers. <laughs> Upset at home. Bring dignity to that wooden spoon this year. Let's do it. Friday night footy, we've got the Storm taking on the Eels. This one's being played in Melbourne. Uh, Cal and team change is coming in for the Storm. Yeah, I still can't get over that. <laughs> Tigers, right? Um, yep. So there's <laughs> new centre combination for the Storm this week. Uh, they've got young Tonema Payer and also Marion Seve coming in for Remus Smith, who's out injured, and Justin Ollum, who I'm not sure what his 
situation is. Maybe Nick can quickly look that up. Um, big man Nelson Asofa, Asofa, blah, blah, blah. Nelson Asofa Solomona <laughs> uh, is also out. I'm not sure what's going on with him either, uh, but he's replaced by Tom Eisenhuth on the edge. Um, the suspension of Tarek Sims is offset by the return of Eli Katoa from an eye injury who has been named on the bench alongside Tyron Wishart. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Big Nelson get a finger injury? Yes, yes true, actually. and he scored absolute crap. <laughs> what a dud. Yes. Can we talk about him first? I know you haven't got him on the list. Yeah, well, let's talk about him. Well, he's probably a sell if he's not playing now, is he? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Who to? <laughs> Good question. Give me an option. Cameron What's Murray? Price? What's his price at? Oh, I'll tell you. It is... It is. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to bring it up too quickly for you. We're keeping six oh six. What was that? Six oh six. Six oh six. Beautiful. Beautiful. Quick, Nick. What's the update with Justin Olam? There are no. There's no real news on Justin Olam here, unfortunately. Um, I did he get injured during that game as well? He might have. I honestly cannot remember. Did he go for a head knock? Oh, I can't actually. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Anyway, Justin Olam out. Is he even fantasy relevant? No. Uh, so replacement for Big Nelson Cal. Do you have any options? Um, there's one option, one clear one, and that is delete app. That's for owning him in the first place, Nick. Um, <laughs> you cat, no. <laughs> um, look, I don't know, mate. It's tough. Um, it depends what position you want. If you're wanting an edge, there are some good options. If you're wanting a middle, then obviously Cameron Murray's decent, but then you, you're going to have to probably get rid of Keon, as you said earlier. Um, yeah, it's, that's that's a tough situation. Might be one for a phone call later in the week. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll save that for later in the week. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Cameron McInnes. Oh, spice. Yes. Let's talk about the man who probably disappointed a lot of owners in round 21. That is one Harry Grant. We shouldn't be too worried though, Callum, do you reckon? Yeah, no, look, I'm not concerned. Um, I've owned Harry Grant since the beginning of the season. He is one of two that I actually have started with and held throughout the entire season. So um, I intend on holding him. There's no point selling at this point. All the hookers are terrible, except for one Lachlan Croker, who has been the form hooker of the competition thus far. And I picked him up in draft today. So I'm ecstatic about that because he will be my uh, backup (laughs) hooker. When Damien Cook has a bite for the finals, which is great. Um, but yes, going back to the podcast. Um, yes. Look, Harry Grant, you're, you're not going to be concerned because the other options are really, let's be serious, Cookie and Robson. And they're, you don't want Cookie, do you? Cookie only scored like 42 or something. Robson scored worse than Harry Grant or maybe two points extra. So there's no point. That whole game last week... Um, the Storm game, fantasy scores weren't great in general, so no need to worry. All right, let's move on to Cameron Munster. Cal, I believe you're an owner still. Yes, mate. Nick, let's get your thoughts on Cameron Munster. With that 58, that is consecutive 58s in the last two weeks. Do you think he can keep this up going towards the end of the season? Uh, yes, I do. Um, if you don't have him, though... 
I think obviously you want to be targeting Nico Hines and Nathan Cleary um, realistically. Realistically as well, you should already have one of them in your team. So you're going to try and have to get – so you should have one of those guys in your team already, Hines or Cleary, and then you want to be aiming to get the second half either the other one or if you don't have enough money, you're going to have to look at these these options here. I probably prefer Daly Cherry Evans over Cameron Munster if I didn't have either of them. But if I had Munster already, I would just be holding him, to be honest. What about um Sean Johnson? Yeah, Sean Johnson is another option you go for. Obviously, he's on the buy this week, so mm-hmm. you can't do that. Not this week. Don't get him this week. All right. Uh, the Storm taking on the Parramatta Eels, Callum. Yep, so the Eels, Andrew Davey moves into the starting side to replace Sean Lane, who suffered a dislocated elbow in the loss to the Cowboys last week. Joey Lussick is the new man on the bench, um, having rejoined the Eels from St. Helens this week. Beauty. Let's talk about your man, Cow. First up, Mitchell Moses. Give him a spray. Go on. This bloke last week suffered a, from a severe case, as Nick likes to call it, cat-itis. Um, he is the definition of cat-itis. Look him up in the dictionary. Mitchell Moses smiling right back at you. Two tries, 35-point effort, 26 demerits, I believe, 10 missed tackles. Thank you very much, Mitchell, last week. Thankfully, I still won um, my head-to-head matchup. But uh, it was just – it was appalling. And I, I – I, I don't think if you are an owner, like there is the argument to hold him because he's still averaging 60. In saying that, though, he's versing the Melbourne Storm this week, who, look, they lost last week to the Knights. I think Melbourne Storm are going to bounce back in Melbourne. And Mitchell Moses' last scores against the Storm have been 53, 46, 33. So that's not great, really, uh, for a bloke who's got a break-even of 90. And yes, at this point of the season, you're not really concerned about people's price you know, dropping that much. You're more concerned about what they're going to score. So he could still come out and score a 60, which I don't think he will, but he could, and drop a significant amount of um, in his price. But I just think at this point of the season, if you can sell, if you have enough trades, I would be, and I'm actually probably just going to straight swap him to Nathan Cleary this week, I think. Because I don't, I don't last, think there's any other option. The last time the Storm got defeated by a team that they didn't think was going to happen was in round 14. It was the Cowboys playing at home against the Storm 45-20. to 20. We then Sorry to bring that up again, Cal. Round 15, though, Storm came back, played in Melbourne, beat the Sharks 54-10. So it could be a similar story against the Eels this week. Um, Let's move on to Jermaine Hopgood. Nick, your thoughts on Jermaine? He's been averaging pretty well. I'll just apologise apologize real quick to Mitchell. He's a good bloke. Oh, but he was a cat last week. Stop being a nice guy. Um, <laughs> Jermaine Hopgood, good player. Keep him in your team. Beautiful. Can possibly buy him if you want to, but I think he's slightly too expensive. What about one Ryan Madison, Nicholas? Yeah, he's a bit more interesting now, I think, um, with Sean Lane out. Madison could squeeze out a few more minutes. That they might shift him out to the edge for a little bit rather than being on the bench. But um, we don't know for certain. His last few scores have been below par. So I'd probably just wait and see this week and see what happens. All righty, let's move on to Brendan Hands. Callum. Handsy boy, time to get handsy. He's been killing it. Um, 
Well done, Nicholas. You're probably going to maybe hold him for an extended period of time. Well, um, maybe not. Maybe not. Fair enough. Joey Lusick's on the bench. Yeah. He's a hooker. Yeah. We'll see, I suppose. Um, break even though it's 16, I don't think you're selling this week. I think no. you'll probably wait and just see. Yes. Um, but he's made a lot of money for his owners and soon you'll be selling him out and upgrading whoever you want for the run home or maybe swapping him just to someone who can be an 18th man and can be reliable for your team if that's the strategy you want to take. But for this week, he's a hold. All right, uh, let's talk about Will Penasini, Cal. Yes, William. Um, quite nice last week, 59. Um, that's against the Cowboys, who I don't think he scored a try with that 59. I could be wrong, but I don't think he did. Um, it's not a bad not a bad effort from him. Um, I think if you're in the market for a centre, there are people that are maybe slightly better, but uh, Penasini's a little bit cheaper, so you could still go him because I think he's um, a decent option for the run home. All right. Uh, Melbourne, it's being played in Melbourne. The Storm taking on the Eels. I am going to go Storm here, lads. Nick, who you got? Oh, I think I'm going to go Storm. Callum. Storms. All right. We move on to Saturday footy, 3 p.m. We've got the Raiders taking on the Knights. This one is being played in Canberra. Um, Callum. Raiders. Raiders. Corey Horsburgh was charged with a contrary conduct after the Friday night's game against, um, who they have against last week, the Warriors, uh, but is free to play after receiving a monetary fine. So Ricky Stewart sticks with the same 17-man squad. All right. Well, let's start off with Corey Horsburgh. Callum. Oh, the horse. 69. Unbelievable. Let's just stop there. All right. Nah, he he could get up to 900k potentially. If you told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have laughed in your face and said you don't know what you're talking about. Um, but he has been killing it, and I think he is a definite um, person that you need in the run home. I think his ownership still isn't that high compared to other forwards for a bloke who's been averaging and scoring what he is. Yep, 10.1% ownership. That's still fairly low. Um, so if you can find the funds and you're in the market for a middle. I think Horsburgh is a better option. One of the best options, actually. Nick, let's go over to your boy, Joey Tarpany. All right, um, <laughs> Joey Tarpany. Um, I was gonna, I've held him all year as well as Harry Grant. Um, he he also went off with a head knock in this <laughs> in this game in the second half, so he was on track for a big score. So I think I'm going to keep him. I'm going to hold him this week. Uh, Riley and uh, but I probably wouldn't be purchasing him if uh, if you're in the market for a mid. There's probably some other guys you'd go for. All right. What about your thoughts on Matt Timico? My thoughts? Yeah. Look, I don't know how you pick this guy up. It's probably just a fluke. Um, but uh, yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable, really. <laughs> Obviously, you're holding him. I would not be picking him up though. I don't think if I didn't have him, not at that price. Not, probably Probably not at that price. No, I, I'd prefer Zach Lomax to be honest. Okay, Cal. Let's finish off with you, Seb Chris. 
Seb Chris, yes, he's probably a little bit too expensive now. Um, At 375k, can I just add? Yes. Um, ideally, you would have picked him up last week. I think last week was probably the last week to get him. Um, but there aren't really many other options below um, 350, except for one bloke um, that we'll talk about later and cooler, but he's not as consistent. Um, who has a winger fullback center duel for the run home if you're needing someone just to cover positions. Um, so if you still need that person, I believe he's cheaper than Avarillo. He's still cheaper than Suwali'i, so you could still go him. Um, but this is probably definitely the, the last week too because his break-even's at eight. All right, that's enough about the Raiders. Let's move on to their opponents. They got the win against the Storm last week. Newcastle Knights, Callum. Yes, uh, Daniel Saifidi will miss the game and is replaced in the front row by brother Jacob. Uh, Brody Jones joins the bench. Adam Elliott was charged with a careless high tackle but received a fine and will also take his place against his former club. One, Kalen Ponga. Interested. Are you interested, Callum? I'm an owner. Oh, yeah, fair. Now, you mentioned all the halfbacks that you should have by the end of the season, Nick. Do you think Kalen Ponga is up there at the moment, or do you think he's someone to target as a wing fullback? Definitely in the wing fullbacks. Um, yes, he is someone that we have been advising to purchase over the last five to six weeks, to be perfectly honest. So if you have not purchased him yet, you're probably not listening to us anyway. So let's just move on there. Be a weekly listener. Exactly. Have a follow us on social media. We got you sorted. Uh, Greg Marzu, Cal, we, uh, had some cheeky beers watching the nights. Um, Greg Marzu. Just uh, you, in your words, the best averaging uh, wing fullback in the game. Let me just confirm that that is still the case from the weekend. I believe it would be after his 54. Uh, Yes, it is. Averaging 54.5. So, yes, Gregory, the tackle busting machine. He's unbelievable. Um, And he actually scored a try. I, I said to you before this game, if you can... Remember, Riles, that I said I don't think he's going to score anywhere above 40. Mm-hmm. Um, probably probably 45, I said, was his max, and he actually got to 50. So great stuff. Um, and I, I I think he can do it again. Uh, he's definitely a hold. Um, I don't know if I'll be picking him up, though he's very expensive at the moment at 718,000. Um, but he is the best averaging winger fullback, as, as we're talking right now. So... Yes. Tyson Frizzell, Cal, let's stick with you for a minute. Yes, Tyson has been scoring well, especially over the past couple of weeks with a 70 and a 65. Uh, Break-evens at 37. He's not a bad option, um, but obviously there's people that are in front of him um, and you you don't really need uh, to run with three edges. I don't think you could probably pick up someone that's got, got a duel. Um, but Frizzell's doing quite well. Um, if you want him to purchase still, he's a pod. At I think he's got 2% ownership. But yeah, I, I still think if you don't have a hop good, I know he's a little bit more expensive, you could probably maybe get him in front of a Frizzell. Um, that Butcher, maybe. Um, but yeah, obviously, Ipaps, Bateman, Fafida. 
I'd probably, well, definitely Bateman and Fafita, I'd put them in front, and IPAPs and him probably are very similar. So it depends who you prefer. All right, Nick, let's go over to you for Dan Gagai. Yes. Um, interesting option here in the centres. No buyers left. I would be going probably, look, it's tough. If I need, if I'm looking for a centre, um, I mean, there's a lot of options here just above that 600K that you've got to choose from. It's probably just choose choose who you like most. Obviously, I think Lo- I was saying Lomax before. I'd probably put Gagai in front of Timiko, who we're talking about before as well. So I'd be deciding between Lomax and uh, Gagai. Lomax is a bit dearer, though. So, yeah. Um, Gagai's in the middle of these two blokes, Timiko and Lomax. So... Um, and he and he's proven in the past, so I yeah. As I said, it, it's just who you want to go for. I think Gagai is probably a bit more likely to get injured, uh, given his age. So if you but if you're willing to take that risk, he's not a bad option to bring in if you want to. All right, uh, Raiders taking on the Knights. I'm going to go two weeks in a row. I'm going to go the Knights here, lads. Nick, uh, I'll go Canberra. Callum. The Knights don't have a good record from memory down in the nation's capital. Um, so I can see this going either way, 1 to 12. Short answer, though, Raider. All right. We'll move on to the next game of footy. Saturday night, we've got the Dragons taking on Manly Seagulls. This one is being played uh, at Dragons home. Come mm. Dragons. The only change to the side that beat West Tigers is that 22-year-old Connor Mulheeson makes his NRL debut off the bench in place of Moses Embite, who has been granted a release by the club to pursue an opportunity overseas. So goodbye, Moses Embite. There you go. Uh, let's kick it off with Jack DeBellin. Nicholas, what's your take on Jack? It's been a little underwhelming, to be honest, compared to the middle of the season, but I think he's still worth a hold at this point in time. Um, Yeah, I think Dragons need him to play a lot. He looks a little bit tired, but he's going to play a lot of minutes, so it's probably just worth holding again. But just keep an eye on him. If he drops another low fifties or a, a forty score, um, you might, you could probably consider going to someone else. Jack Bird, Nick, sell him, please. If you haven't already, like, <laughs> if you have not sold this bloke yet, again, you probably have to listen to us. And number two, just get rid of him. Alrighty, let's move on to Zach Lomax. You've been giving, uh, you both have been giving him pretty high praise. Uh, Cal, what, what's your take on Zach? Zach, he is doing very well. Um, going through a purple patch, I suppose you could say, at this current period of time. Um, would I purchase him? Yes. 660K, though, is very expensive for a center, as we know. Break-evens at 15. Um, the versing Manly, who... I don't know what to... Think of Manly at the moment, um, even after their win last week. They can leak points. Um, so I think Zach Lomax 
is a decent option. I think the Dragons run home isn't too bad either. So if you're wanting to pick up a center around that price, I think Zach Lomax is number one. But in saying that, he is going through a purple patch at the moment. What about T. Amone, Nicholas? Hello to Amone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's a little well, he might be slightly too expensive now. However, um he's got the half spot locked down and the bench. Uh, this new fellow, Callum, is he uh you do you know what position he is at all? Is he even in the application? <laughs> probably <No>. not. <laughs> I, I imagine though he's probably a hooker. Um or I lost my sources, mate. Or outside back. So consult your sources, but Amon's probably not a bad option if you need a backup half, just down in your emergencies. But he is slightly more expensive than you would like to be purchasing someone in your emergencies at this time. Connor Mulheason is a hooker age 22. Yeah, so Amon will play, you know, no threat to Amon's minutes here really, so... I probably wouldn't purchase him though. Ben Hunt does a lot for this team, so some weeks he might be able to get. You know, he he could get a twenty. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Manly Cullen. Taniella Paseka is out with a knee injury, and Josh Alloy A is out with a shoulder injury. So Matt Lodge and um, Sipley will start the game. Um, Ethan Bullimore joins the bench. Jake Javoyevic suffered a head knock against the Sharks but passed a HIA um, late in the game and is ready to go. Shout out to Daly Cherry Evans. It is his 300th game this weekend, so all the best to him. Well done. Uh, let's start off with DCE, Nicholas. As I said before, I think he's probably better than uh, Munster as a purchase at this time. Um so, yeah, and if you have him, I'll be holding him, obviously. And that's about it for DCE. I wouldn't um mind, like I know it's a bit risky here, but if you're playing, I would say probably overall more than head-to-head with this. Um, if you need the money to spread, well, sorry, if, yeah, if you need the money to spread around your team, I wouldn't frown upon going Cherry Evans over Nathan Cleary for the run home. Wow. Yeah, you can save money. Um, obviously, Nathan is the better scorer, but Cherry Evans has been in some good form recently and he averages more without uh, Tommy Turbo in the team and that can be seen from the past four weeks as he's been playing. You know, he's had a buy-in there. Um, but he's been going very good and, yeah, if you're wanting to save the money, I don't mind it, but ideally you probably want Cleary. All right, let's move on to Ruben Garrett Callum. Garrick, yep, he's been going good. Um, simple as that. He is probably the best center option, I'd say, for the run home um, in front of Joseph Manu and all those other blokes we've been talking about. And Zach Lomax, Timmy Coase, um, Isaac Tano, maybe even. Um, but yeah, he is going quite well, Ruben Garrick. Um, if you can get him in, then I would do it because, as I said, he's probably the best center option. Olukwatu, Nicholas, over to you. I think we mentioned him last week or maybe the week before as yeah. someone you might want to bring in. Um, yeah, I think Manly have a decent run and he is quite 
you know, cheapish, 639. Would you consider Colomitangi to him, Callum? Maybe. Maybe. 63, though, included a try, but they do have a softer draw, as you mentioned, so it is a possibility. Softer draw and they don't have a buy. I mean, that's the only other thing. Um, But, I mean... Colin Matangi hasn't, I don't think, scored a try except for that game. And maybe you call that bomb when I was going off my nutter at Dom Salton's place. Oh, yeah, off your nutter. Yeah. <laughs> the troll's back too, I suppose. We didn't really mention that for Keon. It could help him. Uh, Do you think that would help him, though? We averaged more at the beginning of the year and the troll was playing, but in saying that, maybe not. He's only scored, he scored two tries in his first three games, and then since then, he's only scored two tries. Yeah, he's been. Um... Quite poor, I suppose you could say, of recent times. Hasn't really been performing. Yeah. But I think Olicolati is a good uh, good purchase if you're looking in the market for an edge. That's a, at a discount, Riley. Mm. Thank you, Nick. Cal, uh, why have you added Cooler? Because uh, the bloke got 58 last week. And as I mentioned earlier, um, if you're after someone who is a little bit cheaper than the others, I don't think he's going to score as well, as I mentioned earlier. But um, he's in that uh, bracket at the moment of the centre and also wing a fullback duel. So if you're wanting to purchase someone, he's a little bit cheaper, a little bit more of a discount. You could go uh, cooler with their run home. Um, I think he scored two tries though for that 58. So ideally, you would have picked up other people when we mentioned the past couple of weeks. But if you have to go him, he's not a bad backup option, but relies upon the attacking stats heavily to score well. Isn't there someone else you missed here, Callum? Yeah, who? Matt Lodge. Matt Lodge, you're kidding yourself. I thought you were going to say Lachlan Croker for a second. Mate, Matt Lodge, yep. you heard it here first. I would take Matt Lodge over Ruben Cotter as a buy right now. Unlucky Riley. <laughs> look at look at, look at at the Lodgy. last week. When Lodgy plays more than yeah. 50 minutes, Lodgy more than 50 minutes... No buys left. Let's just look at his stats. Let's, I'm just looking at him right now. I'm going to bring him back well, up. Lodgy 50 minutes goes 50 plus. Exactly. And he's priced at what? 450, 487. Correct. Mm. Not a bad option as an 18th man. Not a bad option. Do you have more stats though? What do you mean more stats when? Okay, it's all good. <laughs> like, last, like last year? I'll go last year if you want. Yeah, go... His career playing over 50, what is he average? Oh, career. You want career over 50 minutes? His average is 50 on the dot, 56 and a half minutes. Yeah, he's well undervalued then at the current price range. Well identified, Nicholas. Thank you. Uh, Dragons playing Manly Saturday night. This one is being played uh, for the uh, in Illawarra. Um, Nicholas, who you got? Oh, God. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Uh, Manly. <laughs> uh, Cal, who you got? Uh, Manly don't do well. Um, I think I don't know if they're playing at Wollongong or wherever, but they don't normally do well at this home ground. I've heard that. Um, in saying that, though, I'm all for the narratives of Daily Chairman's 300th. So I'm going to go Manly 1-12. to You and your bloody narratives. Correct. I'm going to go Ben Hunt. Uh, we move on to the final game Saturday night. We've got the Panthers taking on the Sharks. This is definitely uh, the blockbuster, the Barbie movie of all NRL round 22. 
Um, this one is being played in Penrith as well. So, Cal, let's start off with Panthers. What's Could be more of an Oppenheim, Oppenheimer, I reckon, more than a Barbie. That looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I did see it uh, recently, so go out and see it. Tell you that much. Haven't seen Barbie, though. Anyway, Spencer Lenu is out with a knee injury and has been replaced on the bench by Matt Eisenhuth. Center Isaac Tungo remains sidelined with a leg injury that forced him out of Sunday's game against the Bulldogs. All right, let's go over to the three blokes version of Ken Nicholas. Nathan Cleary, is this the week to bring bring him in if you haven't done so already? Possibly. Anytime's a good time to bring Nathan in, I think. I might, though, I'm, I'm considering holding off this week and going to purchase him next week. Not because of the, not because I don't want him in my team um, and not because he will lose a lot of cash. He could well get 100 against the Sharks, but um, more than likely he'll probably drop a little bit more cash and I can just um, wait and see what happens to a few of my other players um, to see who I who I actually want to trade out um, because I need to use two trades, obviously, to get him, probably, like most people will. So there's no real good cheaper option here this week. So for me, I might just wait one more week um, to purchase him. However, he's a good purchase at any time, I think. Thanks, Ken. For owners of Nathan Cleary and owners of Nico Hines, who are you putting the captaincy on, Cal? I tell you what, as an owner of Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines, I'm going Nathan Cleary. <laughs> I too am an owner of one Nathan Cleary and one Nico Hines. Mm. Who are you going, Riley? Yeah, I'm going to go Nathan Cleary, mate. Well, I have no choice but to probably go Nico unless he I have was still else. terrible, mate. How much you want to bet? Let's put a bet on. Okay. Let's put a bet on over how many points? Like a certain amount of points over or under. Amount of points. I think Nico won't score over sixty points. Well, that's yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not really. That's not really bold, is it? Let's go fifty-five. Are you willing to go down to fifty-five or not? 55. Are you willing to go under fifty-five to over fifty-five? So you're going under fifty-five, and I'm going over fifty-five. Are you willing to bet on that? Uh, yeah, sure. Or do you want to go a little bit higher? No. So 55. Okay, we'll go 55. Let's, I'm betting, I reckon you'll get more than 55, Nico Hines. Against Panthers? Yep. Gee, all right. Let me just add something spicy to this. Last yeah. three scores against Panthers, Nico Hines. 50, 29, 67. Could be interesting. I still think without Teague Wilton in the team, Sharks are terrible and their defense is shit. It is. There's a good reason behind that. I don't think he's scoring over 58 against the Panthers. 55 over the Panthers. I was going to say, it's going up to 58 now. Watch out. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Try. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Captaincy option. Uh, don't don't forget, you can reach out to us on social media, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast on Facebook and Three Blokes NRL Fantasy on Instagram. If you do have any questions or queries about captaincy options or possible trades, uh, let's go to on the chin. Tuck the chin in, mate. Britt Nakora, Callum. 
Written a quota. Oh, we are Penrith still. Penrith still. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. That <laughs> has thrown me off. Uh, Dylan Edwards. Nice score. 52 over the weekend. Yes, Dylan Edwards. Um, I'll take that as a owner. Um, I am. I'm not. I wouldn't say. I'm, no, I will say I'm happy. I am because of his recent scores. Um, one of the shining lights, I suppose you could say, over the weekend. Put a okay. smile on my face for about five seconds. Um, anyway, 52 points. Yeah, it's going good. He is a little bit cheaper. Um, if you are wanting to get rid of one Reese Walsh. You could go to Dylan Edwards. I don't think he'll be rested for the run home. So, yes. Player that you will want in the run home, Isaiah Yo Nicholas. You just picked him up. Oh, yeah, a little while ago. Yeah. But, but the sec- second time he's actually scored for our teams. Yeah. True. That's correct. So I'm, I'm multitasking at the same time here. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. just looking at Matt Lodge stats. I'm just into it. I'm going to bring him in. <laughs> Loves a bit of Lodge. I love a bit of log, a bit of loggage. Um, <laughs> Not <a> seven, right? <laughs> oh, no. Isaiah, yo, good option to bring in, in into your team if you don't have him, I, I reckon. Yeah. What about, uh, oh, how did I say this guy's last name? Tungo. Tungo. Yeah, Tungo. he's been good. He's now, he's out last week and now he's out this week again for me. Yeah, poor bugger. He's looking yeah. pretty good. I, I think apparently, though, he should be right for next week. All reports, yeah. So that's just in time for my finals, hopefully. Beauty. Let's move on to Cronulla. Any team changes coming in for round 22, Cal? There's a few to get through here, mate. Uh, Braden Trindle remains the preferred 5-8, which leaves Matt Moylan as the 18th man after he was dropped from the side ahead of round 21. Captain Wade Graham is back from a toe injury and starts in the second row in place of Jesse Calhoun, who has entered an early guilty plea on a dangerous contact charge and accepted a one-match suspension. No Dal Finucane. Um, He is out for the remainder of the season after having surgery on his bicep this afternoon of Tuesday, the 25th of the 7th. Uh, Cameron McInnes starts at lock. Sivitalakai returns on the bench after being a late withdrawal last week. Let's start off with Nico Hines, the player who won't score over 55 points in round 22. Nick, so if you're not an owner of Nathan Cleary and you are an owner of Nico Hines, you're saying put the captaincy on him. Probably, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, who's who are the other options here? You're gonna well you go as a yo. You could, you could go as a yo, but I think there's an equal chance that Nico Hines and Isaiah will score higher than each other. So I don't think there's really a point in doing that. Um, I'd be looking at another game, to be honest. Um, I don't know if Callum's looking for potential. I am. Uh, Captaincy options, but I'll just have a quick scroll. Obviously, SJ is not playing, so you can't go him. You're not going Mitchell Moses. Cal's <laughs> um, well, yeah. favorite player. Correct. You could uh, go DCE if you had him. Hey, would you go DCE if you had him? I was going to suggest DCE. Possibly. Potentially, yes. Horsburgh. Potentially. Horsburgh, potentially, yes. Um, Cameron Murray, if you're going to bring him in, maybe. Other than that, if you're an owner of Payne Haas. Mm. 
interesting stuff. There's not a lot, of, and I don't have a lot of these guys in my team either. I've got horse. Yeah. Um, I think the safe option's Nico. You could yeah. go Scotty Drink if you're an owner of Scott Drink against. The yeah, time. but again, not again. I'm not either. But yeah, Scotty Drink maybe. Yeah. Did anyone um, remember Nico Hines' score at halftime last week? It wasn't a lot. No. Let me see. And I also must point out, he there was a forward pass that was called that he set up another try that wasn't forward. So he would have had another try assist and line break assist. Didn't he was going off. I didn't touch, you know that. Jeez. Well, it, it was a female touch judge. Her name was, escapes me at this point in time. But let's not get started on that topic of debate, please. Okay. It was, it was a great ref, might I add, of Belinda Sharp. So let's Belinda just- Sharp, that's it. Yeah, just let's that. Jesus, fantastic ref. Let's just move on. Let's move on. We're not debating this. All right. Let's I on, mentioned please. his name before, Britton Nakora. Cal, let's go over to you. Yep. Um, dear, oh dear. <laughs> uh, Britton Nicora. Yes, 709K, break even of 61. Scored 38 last week. I wasn't really impressed by that. Um, and if you're an owner, you probably shouldn't be either. And saying that, though, he's another edge that I didn't mention beforehand when I was going through the options when I think we were talking about Tyson Frizzell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think Britton Nakora is probably still in front um, of, you know, a few of those blokes. Uh, and he he's a fine person to have for the remainder of the season, I think. I think I traded this bloke out as soon as I got him in. Jesse Ramian. Yep, he got 62. Yeah, I know. How do you reckon he's going to go against the Panthers, though? That's the question. I think he's going to struggle um, against Penrith. Uh, if you're an owner, if you have someone else that you can play or if you can loop, I would be. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to struggle against this team. Um, simple as that. I won't be playing him in my draft side, I don't think. Nick, let's get your thoughts on one Wade Graham. Oh, he's been the starting team. Here we go. Captain Wade. <laughs> Captain Wade Graham of the Sharkies, who plays on the bench usually, but he's in. Um, break even at 21 does not excite me. Um, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Colhorn. How do you say his name? Colhorn? It's Colhorn. 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 Is it Col- oh, Colhoun? Okay, um, Colhoun, sorry. Jesse Colhoun, as you said, yeah, it's a bit of an interesting name there. Sounds sounds a little Frenchy or a little bit of a little bit of Greece, Greek, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Raleigh's looking at me like, what the hell's going on here? Usually he doesn't listen to me anyway. Um, um he's suspended, isn't he, as you said, for one week. One match, one match ban. Mm. So will will Way Graham go back to the bench next week? That is the question of the round. That is the question of the round. And I think, why don't you wait a week and see? Yeah. You can great advice, Nick. Love your input, mate. Uh, Yeah, right. Do we... Okay, Sharks, Panthers, Callum. Uh, Look, let's just mention Cameron McInnes, um, 642K. Breaking with 33. As I mentioned, one D Finucane is no longer available for the Sharks for the remainder of the season after undergoing surgery. So past three scores of four, four Cameron McInnes, 
57, 50, 68. Now that 68 did include, I believe, a try last week. Um, he is at a discount and could be someone that you could rely upon who is in that uh, mid-range territory. Um, I'd probably, you know, still go maybe Cameron Murray in front of him, but in saying that, for head-to-head, Cameron McInnes might be slightly in front just because he has no more um, but I think Murray's going to play bigger minutes than what McInnes will because even when Dalfinukin isn't in the team, I think McInnes still averages around that 55, 58, 50, and you know, sometimes 60 minutes. So he'll still go a point a minute for you. Some weeks maybe over that. Um, I, I see him doing probably quite well in this game because I think the Sharks will be defending a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think he's an all right option. Nick, do you think he's an all right option as a mid-range yeah, I think he's uh, decent. It's just how many how many mid-range guys do you want? Like mid, we know who the gun mids are. There's about four or five guys you want. So how many how many extras do you want? It's up to you yeah. at this time of year, really. How many trades you have left? Are you going to keep them for the rest of the year or what your plan is? But should Thanks start early. So. Back to you, Riles. Back to you. Thank Back you to boys. you in the studio. All right. And we're all going Penrith. Thank you. Let's move on. Beautiful. Don't have to ask that question. Uh, Sunday footy, we've got the dogs taking on fins up dolphins. Um, let's start off with the Bulldogs, Callum. Viliame Kikau is back from his pectoral injury for his first game, I believe, since round four. Um, they also welcome back Josh Adokar from a hamstring injury that he sustained during Origin. Uh, Jacob Preston is back on deck after being a late withdrawal from the Panthers game due to illness, while Braden Burns is also good to go from his abdominal injury. Toby Sexton is also back at halfback, uh, returning from his concussion. Um, he plays alongside Matt Burton at 5'8". Ryan Sutton is listed amongst the extended reserves as he nears a return from a neck injury, um, as his new recruit, Liam Knight, who has joined from the Rabbitohs this week. Um, they both could be called into the squad later, potentially. So keep an eye out for that one. Kyle Flanagan, Corey Waddell will come from the bench after starting last week, and Jaden Ockenball goes to 18th man. So not too many changes at all. Let's start off with Jacob Preston, Nick. Um, yeah, he was a late out with the flu last week. Uh, you know, got got the got the sniffles. Got around. Play. It's going around. <laughs> Could I mention the word cataitis possibly here? Maybe, maybe not. Why? Reese Walsh did. He only vomited. Get out there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you get paid to play football. Anyway, um, if you held him last week and you didn't sell him, um, you know, you probably would have liked to have sold, sold him last week because he has a buy next week. Um, and when if you found out he was not playing, if you're on the app. But I guess if you still have him, You've got a dilemma because he's not playing next week. Either option is fine, in my opinion. If you're low on trades, you can keep him. If you're high on trades, I do not mind do, do not mind selling him to someone. Uh, if you're if you're looking for another edge, though, I probably would just hold him because Bulldogs are, are trash and they have to make a lot of tackles, which he's good at. He's good at making tackles, so. Probably just keep him there, um, but yeah. If you if you want someone who wants to, who's playing every round from now on and doesn't have the buy next week like he does, then you can trade him off. 
Beauty. We got there eventually. Callum, Max King. Yep, he's been scoring quite well of recent times. Um, mentioned him a few weeks ago as a potential 18th man option, or if you were low on the funds to pick him up, as he is at a discounted price of what he has been averaging. Um, in saying that, though, I wouldn't be probably buying him anymore. Um, there's just other mids. He's still affordable if you if you can't get to anyone else. Um, he's probably the best middle forward, I'd say, under 600K at this current period of time. Um, in saying that, though, I did mention Ryan Sutton and also Liam Knights could be in the team off the bench, so I'm not sure what their minutes will be. Um, also, Pango Jr.'s back in that middle rotation after going on the edge last week, so the minutes might be shared around a little bit. Um, but, yeah, Max King is probably the best under that 600K. Now let's stick with you with Jacob Karaz. Karaz. Um, yeah, I don't mind him, to be fair. He scores pretty good at center. And Jake Avarillo, Nick. Uh, yeah, he's not a bad option. Uh, probably too expensive, though, now as a cheap uh, emergency player. So he is someone that only the desperate fantasy coaches are looking for at this point in the season. Yes, Shout bro. out to one Caleb Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was shout out! Shout player. out also he to the one Dom Sultan. Mac talk. Shout out to my brother as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really. I said I said it a couple of weeks ago. I actually don't mind him. I'd go Karaz. Right, that though. is that is all the fantasy relevant, if that's what you want to call them, players in Bulldogs. Let's move on to Brisbane Dolphins, Callum. Hamiso Tabuai Fido returns to fullback after two games in the centres. That means Cody Nikarima shifts to 5'8". Anthony Milford goes to the bench. Valence Safare um, is the new centre. Well, he's not really that new, though, is he? <laughs> um, hooker Jeremy Marshall-King is named to return after nursing an ongoing shoulder injury. That means rookie dummy half and potential cash-down option Harrison Graham um, goes to the reserves. Kenny Bromwich starts at lock with Ray Stone out with a broken hand. Jared Wallace is good to go after successfully challenging his grade one shoulder charge last week and will come off the bench. Isaac Atar, I believe, is the 18th man. I do like that move, uh, Valence Safari to centre. I don't think he was really cutting it in the wing position. Let's start off with Connolly Lemuelu. Nicholas. Yes. Um... I've held him as my sort of, you know, backup center, I guess. Um, but obviously, I'll have to be playing him as a center this week with Tungo out. So um, I advise anyone who still has him, obviously, to hold. But he's probably not a buy. Uh, all right, Harrison Graham. Cal, let's go over to you. Break even of negative eight. Negative eight. And he would have been sensational if he was actually playing still. But unfortunately... From all the reports that we heard about Jeremy Marshall King mightn't be back for the remainder of the season, well, he is. Mm. Uh, so that means Harrison Graham, um, his fantasy prospects are no longer, unfortunately, because I was actually considering picking him up this week. But it is what it is. He's a no-go. If you're an owner, you probably hold. Is Jeremy Marshall King now an option? Uh, not with that shoulder injury. I, I think it's just too risky at this point of the season. We're we're getting to it now, really, where 
ideally you want to you're wanting to purchase guns or the cheapest of cheap options who are playing all right i'm so happy wife fido let's go over to you nick uh he's not a purchase at the moment no 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 and what about valen stafaro now that he is in the centers nick no too expensive beauty but if if you're an owner you hold still if you're only a holding yes all right. Bulldogs taking on the Dolphins. I'm going fins up here, lads. Cal, who you got? I can see either team winning 1-12. to 12. Now, is this game um, <laughs> being played? Where is this being played? It's being played at home for the Bulldogs. It's being played at Bundaberg. Salter over. Oh, I have yes. played it. So has Nick. Shout out Salter to over. Nick. I love Salter. Yeah. I love that place. Fond memories. Yeah. Callum dropped three catches in one game there. Thank you, Nick. They they were my fond memories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to see that? Go to YouTube. Um, anyway, is it on YouTube? Yeah, don't don't advertise it. Um, it was a great moment. Anyway, let's get back to this podcast because that's what we're here for. Um, fins up, fins up, Nick. Fins up as well. Yeah, fins up. You try and find that video. Yeah, well, if you YouTube, don't you dare. if you YouTube, Callum. Last name we won't mention cricket. It comes up with this ranger. Looks like he plays for hey, England. That's me. <laughs> that is not Callum. <laughs> that's you. That's definitely you. Stanley Crease, mate. All right. Uh let's move on to which I believe is the final game of round 22. Queensland Clash. It is the Titans taking on the Cowboys. This one is being played at the Gold Coast. Cow, do you want to go watch it, mate? On the Gold Coast, a Sunday. Yeah. Um, am I doing anything? I don't know if I'm doing anything at the moment. It could be oh, a, yeah, uh, a Titans jersey just for you. Wow, well, it could be a sneaky proposal. This one, it could be a, a trip down the coast. We'll uh, a sneaky proposal. We'll discuss about this venture. Beauty. All right. Uh, Gold Coast Titans team changes. Joe Stimson is back in the starting side after coming off the bench in round 21 with Cleese Haas going the other way to join the interchange. With Tino Fa'asomela Aoi still out suspended, Isaac Liu is named to start at prop, but could switch with Chris Randall closer to kickoff, um, as was the case last week. Aaron Clark remains the fill-in option at lock after getting through 55 minutes in the new role against the Roosters last Saturday. Love to see it. Uh, David Fafida. Now, boys, it's it's a tricky case here with David Fafida, but... Cal, ultimately, is he a hold if you're an owner? Yeah, if you're an owner, you're going to have to hold. I brought him in, and he has scored 49 and 46 for me the past couple of rounds. So, so it's thank the Callum curse once Callum again. Curse. It is, and I purchased him at 60K more expensive. So thank you very much, David. Um, you are definitely holding. Would you be purchasing, though, still? I think he is the probably the edge that you want to own. We've said it all year. But if you can't afford him, there are other people who will probably score similar because the Titans run home isn't great. No. Who would you say? Um, Bateman, Papali'i, Nicara, mm. um, Butcher, Hopgood, Frizzell as a list. But for Feeder, I still think he can... He's look, these two games he did nothing and he scored 49 46. And he actually got taken off last week. And if I think if he could continue to play that game, he probably would have gone close to a 60. So he's still probably the best option. Cal, our boy Mo Fodawaker. Uh, yeah. is he old? 
Yes, for all three of us, I who are owners, I think he is a hold, especially without with Tino not on the side. Um, I think Mo is going to score good PPM. He hasn't scored below fifty. I think he's only done it once, and I've owned him for probably more than ten rounds now. I'd say so. He's been Mister Consistent sitting there on my bench, smiling at me, um, and I smile back at him every week. So, thank you, Mo. Beauty. I held Tanner Boyd for the whole season, and last week I decided it was time to jump off the Boyd Express. Cal, one of my Balls. finest, one of my finest moves in fantasy, I think, in my whole career. Well done, son. <laughs> 14. No, thank you. Nick, Tanner Boyd for owners. Uh, again, you're, and I'm going to quote you here. Don't listen to us. Well, yeah. Well, you should have got rid of him, I think, a little while ago. But, yeah, if you still have him, probably probably get rid of him still, yeah. Beauty. Um, and Aaron Clark looking to be a really good option in that new position, uh, Nick, at lock. 76 over the weekend. That's quite nice. Yeah, he scored a try in that, though. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to score 76 against the Cowboys. Uh, 76 and 55 minutes. That's a bit of a bit of an anomaly, as they say, um, or an outlier is another word you use. <laughs> That's a great word. Thank you. Outlier. I mean, he did do this last year. Tino's only out for two more weeks, though. That's a concern. Um, although he is a bit of a quick cash grab, probably Aaron Clark. Um, I was considering bringing him in, but don't know if I will. Um, yeah. He's right. It's probably too late. Yeah. If Tino was out for us this season, then you'd be going Aaron Clark for sure. For sure. Big boy plays footy. All right, let's wrap it up with Callum's team, the Cowboys. Callum? Come on now. Come on down. It's a Cowboys show. Back row of Jeremiah Nanai facing forward for six weeks. <laughs> that was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai facing four to six weeks out with an AC joint injury. I know all about them. Um, so unlucky for him. Uh, rookie Kuli Kefu Fenefoyaki moves into the starting pack. Um, mid-season recruit Sam McIntyre um, joins the bench. Jermaine Tanua-Brown is the other new face on the interchange, taking the place of Griffin Neem after the Kiwi failed his HIA in round 21. All right, uh, let's start off with the man that drinks water, Nick. Scotty, drink water. Yeah, I don't have him and I'm disappointed. <laughs> what is score? 71. Aha. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, he's too expensive for me to, to get him. So, yeah, he's probably too expensive for most people to get him. So, yeah, unfortunately, if you don't have him, you're not going to get him uh, unless some sort of injury occurs in your squad, which allows you to do that. Um, but yes. Unfortunately, we won't be able to get Scott Drinkwater. Holders are laughing, though. All right, uh, Valentine Holmes. Let's go over to Callum. He is very expensive. Very, very expensive for a centre. Um, and I think he'll probably score what his break-even's at against the Titans. He's the goal kicker. Um, so I think Val's a decent option. Um, 
He's too expensive though. So if you own him, you're holding. If not, then you're going someone cheaper. Um, Zach Lomax. Yeah. Potentially. What about Ruben Cotter? Is he a hold after last week's performance? Or do you think he could come good against the Titans? How many minutes did he play? Not a lot. 50-something, I think, though. Mm. Look, McIntyre and Tanul Brown on the bench, I think maybe Cotter gets more minutes. In saying that, though, if they are going to play the way they did last week or a few weeks ago, remind everyone of the West Tigers game. I'm not saying the Titans' defense is that bad, but they leaked 30 points, whatever it was, in the first half last week to the Roosters. Um, Did have a second... A better second half, though, which has yeah. been the result of the loss of Justin Holbrook. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, so, look, I just think Ruben Cotter might get maybe roughly the same minutes. He could get more, depending on how close the game is. I think that's going to be how it's going to go for the rest of the season for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. I just If you're an owner, then you're probably going to hold him as, as your 18th man unless you can see a clear um, downgrade to bring in someone else with his money. I um, mean, you've got no other, no one else to sell on your team. Um, but look, at the moment, I am, I'm upset for my boy because he started the season so well. Um, and I think he has the ability to score all right um, moving forward. And if it's not this season, then let's just hope he continues to stay around this price because he'll be very cheap for next year. And I'm already looking at my team for next year because this year's yeah. a write-off. So right. it's a blimp in the system. All right. And who's this last bloke? I'm not even going to attempt. I heard you, sure? you say it before, but there's no I'll, chance I'm saying it. I'll, I'll pronounce it. It's Kulikefu Fina Fuiaki. Go one more time. Kulikefu Fina Fuiaki. Kulikefu Fina Fuiaki. Yeah. Close enough. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> Shout out to M. Harson. He's a friend. Uh, friend no, of the show. Name. Friend of the show. They're both friends of the show. Cooly Kefu. Great friend. Friend by association. Who's sure. the friend, Nick? Say it. Cooly Kefu Finial Fuyaki. I said that wrong. I, I, I mispronounced <laughs> the start at last name. I apologize. <laughs> right. Uh, tell us about the bloke, Cal. What do we need to know? Well, he's 268k starting on an edge. Um, only scored 16 last week. In, I think he played 30, 40 minutes, though, which wasn't great. Um, he could be a potential cash down option because he, he'll he either be playing on the edge because I think, yeah, obviously, Nanai's out for four to six weeks. If the Cowboys have a final spot secured, then it's probably going to be more than six weeks. Um, they'll rest Nanai so he's fit for the finals. Um, but there is a person lurking in the background in one heel and Lukey who is, from my reports, um, on the verge of actually coming back into this team from his facial fracture that he suffered earlier in the season. So um, Lukey might take the spot, probably will take the spot of Kulikefu. Um, but in saying that, he's a, maybe an all right cash down if you had to for this week. Um, it's not, not exciting though, because his PPM isn't great. Um, and... You've got the likes, as I said, Lukey and Nanai, who will come back into that team. But he will be on the bench until both Nanai and Lukey are fit in the same side with Luciano. All right. This is the game, the wrap-up round 22. The Titans taking on the Cowboys 
at Gold Coast. I'm going to go Titans, lads. Yeah, I know. Pretty obvious choice, but I think this is their week. Cal, you going Cowboys, obviously? Yeehaw, baby. Nick, who you got? Cowgirls. Cowgirls, beautiful. All right, that is round 22. Don't forget, uh, we are coming up to the uh, very critical part of the fantasy competition. So if there's any questions about trades, captaincy options, or just have any questions for us, like, Nick, what do you drink out at the club or whatever? Send us a DM on our social drinking? media, Three Blocks NRL Fantasy Podcast, or Instagram, Three Blocks NRL Fantasy. I can, I can answer that question, Fluffy Flamingo at Falvey's. The three Fs, mate, nothing better. What a great establishment. We love Falvey's. Jump oh. on board the sponsorship train. Yeah. Um, all right. As we like to do every single episode, we finish off with Nick's final thoughts. Now, I do believe Nick has been working hard on a joke this week. Even though last week he said no more jokes, it's serious business. Don't work hard, you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> good joke there, Callum. Really good from you. Well constructed. Cheers. Um, okay. Nick, if this is a joke about the Gold Coast Titans... We're not doing it. I want to hear it. What do scrambled eggs and the Gold Coast Titans have in common? Jesus Christ. What's that, Nick? They've both been beaten a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Thank you.